Good morning for the Met Radio Morning Mixtape. I am Donovan LaCroixie, and returning to the show, I've got actor Marcus L. Brandon returning. How you doing? Yes. Hey, how's it going, my man? I'm just glad to be here. Feeling good, well, man. This new year. Well, welcome back. Welcome to Met Radio, because you known us before the old station, but we are Met Radio 1280 AM Toronto. You knew us when we were CJRU 1280 AM. What do you want to yeah. say to Met Radio? <laughs> Hello, Met. I'm glad to be here. You know, speaking to my friend, we, this is like home away from home. And I know. Glad to meet you all. I know, I know, and it's been two years straight you've been on the show, so this is the third time you're back, and let us know a little bit about yourself in case there are new listeners, because there's always somebody new in Toronto that hasn't heard of Marcus Sal Brandon. <laughs> yes, Marcus Brandon, actor, writer, director, uh, been in some things you might have seen. We could definitely dive into that. You know, overall, I'm just a chill person. I'm, I'm the friend of every friend. I'm everyone's bestie. <laughs> Okay. Well, you're not. Well, you're my bestie now too on this show. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So let listeners know about some of the projects because they still don't know. They're scratching their head. Uh, I oh. don't remember you. Yeah. Let's 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 go into it. Um, Poker Face. I played. I was in Poker Face. I was in Blacklist. I was in Gossip Girl. I uh, recently was on the Mayor of Kingstown. Still on Mayor of Kingstown. Uh, some movies, which brings me to you. Uh, the list goes on, man. I got. I, I built quite the resume over the last few years, and I'm, I'm blessed. Mm -hmm. And how did you decide? I always ask you this in case listeners still want to know. But how did you decide, you know what, I really got to get into acting? You know, I've always been into it since as far as I remember, I think since I was like four. And uh, my, I think I tell this story quite often when my parents, they was in the military and we moved around a lot. So we was always new kids, always had to get situated before knowing people. So when, you know, my parents need somebody to watch the kids, sometimes the TV was the easiest thing. So they would throw us in front of the TV for some those shows and watching like the Cosby show and Bruce Lee and some of the James Bond movies that really resonated with me. And every time I watch a movie, I think I was that character. I would get so deep into my imagination. Like I would instantly become Bruce Lee right after watching him. Or if I watch a, a ninja movie, I think it was a ninja or a James Bond, a spy. And I would just engulf those characters. I wanted to experience so many different lives in one lifetime. And the best way to do that was through acting. I just love mm -hmm. it. All right, you're loving it. And I know 2023 last year was a bit of a rough year for actors and writers due to the strike. What were your thoughts about that? And now the strike is over and you guys have a three-year tentative deal. What's your thoughts to that? You know, it was it was unexpected, kind of unexpected. You know, every few years they do go to negotiations and, and it's the union who always is there to support and protect us as actors. And if the, the contracts are not contracting, if the map's not mapped in, they're always going to stick up for us. And unfortunately, at that time, uh, during negotiations, the numbers weren't adding up to the favor of actors and they wanted to fight for some improvement on the contract. So I understand. But on the other side, you know, it's detrimental to our our income uh putting food on the table to our our daily lives and some adjustments needed fortunately i'm an entrepreneur as well so i do have other sources of income uh to bless me and keep me afloat but that wasn't the same for a lot of actors out there and it was a a long 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 strike and a lot of people lost homes cars um 
they they just couldn't stay afloat because of the months and it, it was tragic but even though it was a long time for some people it was a good time for rest because we don't often rest in this profession because we're always on the hustle grind go 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 and sometimes we need some things to say hey stop rest reflect catch your breath you know and, and i think for me that was the positive thing in it i needed mm. i needed that time to to reset Mm. But some listeners might clap back and say you already got rest too when the COVID-19 pandemic happened. <laughs> there was a little bit of rest, not as much a strike because uh, they started making protocols around the COVID and some regulations that would allow actors to still act, uh, even though in the beginning it was still still a little iffy. But there's nothing wrong with two rest. There's nothing wrong with rest then and, and a few years later, some more rest. We all need rest. We all need that reset because that's what nature is. You know, we have our winters and and most animals, if you look around the planet, take that time. Bears hibernate. A lot of, you know, squirrels, they gather up acorns. They make sure that they take that rest. Lions sleep most of the day. But everyone does that except for the human beings. Human beings have been conditioned to just go, 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 and go. We have to learn to take that rest, man. Well, with the exception of raccoons, yeah. <laughs> oh, they don't hibernate. They only hibernate when it gets really, really cold. Because they're, they're like humans. <laughs> yeah, they're like, oh, I got to give me a meal. That's <laughs> okay so are you happy with the deal what do you call it, that was offered to you guys because you guys had a three-year tentative deal are you happy that ai could use marcus's image i could use your image as an ai bot yeah you know it's not perfect and and i gotta be careful what i say here um and you i, I feel like you're trying to pull me down the a, a dark alley, my friend. Uh, uh, no, 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 no. I'm just not scared. <laughs> You're a friend. I, You're a friend. <laughs> I will say it's not perfect. It's far from perfect. Is it an improvement? Yes. Is it the best outcome I would have hoped for? No. There are certain things that, you know, technology is so innovative and it happens so quick. It's hard to get ahead of things these days. It's hard to try to protect yourself from everything in, inside one contract, inside one deal. So I think from what I've learned is that SAG did their best to protect us against AI in our image and ownership of our image in the time that they was negotiating. There are some things that will come in the future that they hope to renegotiate in those three-year terms. Um, it's scary. It's unpredictable. I think AI is changing everyone's lives. There's always pros and cons. There's always good and evil to everything, especially technology. And acting industry, the film industry is not um, it's not innocent in that, or well, not innocent, I would say, but it's not protected against that. They're, they're, everyone's going to be touched by AI. And all we can do, to be honest, is step back and think, how can we work with it? You know, mm -hmm. we, we're not going to be able to beat it. We're not going to be able to get rid of it. How do we work with it to ensure that this profession survives it? And that actors, human actors will get the ability to continue to do what they love. Um, I believe that if AI takes away the human aspects, then that takes away the human connection. And this art form is all about human connection and a robot or technology or AI will never be able to successfully provide that to consumers. Mm -hmm. An AI Marcus or no? <laughs> AI Marcus, I think if we can, if we can create something like 
the college sports are doing with NIL deals. If we can create something like that, and I've even explored creating agencies to control NIL deals for actors. If we can get actors to have their own ownership of their image and be able to be in control of the negotiation of their AI image, then I'm all for it. I think okay. the problem is the slippery slope of maybe losing that control of your image and what happens after you are deceased, you know, and, and the ability to control what people do with that image legally. Because if it's, you know, we've seen some evidence, people hopped on the train early. It was like, I'm selling my image, selling my image. Next thing you know, you have people online saying all type of crazy stuff and sometimes sexual implicit stuff that you wouldn't normally do or would say using your brand. But now you sold your image without considering that. And people ran afoot with that and ran off with that and had a field day. And I think that's what needs to be protected. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I think Howie Mandel sold his image. Mm. I think you so. Know, I think yeah. I think if, if if people are able to have the awareness and transparency in those tra contracts and know that they are well protected, I'm all for it. Especially if like in ideals, if they are in control of it and that money is going to their pockets every time someone uses their image, then by all means, you know, get your money. You know, mm -hmm. this is this is the age where you know for so long the wealthy kept us all out of the inner circle of capitalism and able to be able to be our own um, businesses and be able to generate our own revenue. And now there's so many opportunities because of technology, which is the good side. People are licensing their own books online. There are, there are social media. People are creating courses. People are creating so many products that they can sell directly to their consumers. You know, why not be able to control your image? If there's going to be AI, if it's going to be used, then as long as you are protected, you should have every right to sell your image as you please. All right. So let's hear about 2024 because we're back and we want to be in more blockbuster films and we want to be we want to be plastered all over. Didn't we tell me that off interview? Yeah. We want to be in a lot of blockbuster <laughs> films. Hollywood blockbuster star right here, man. I'm telling you, I want to be the Will Smith, the Denzel. I am the Will Smith and Denzel. I'm just waiting for the world to see it the same way as I do. But I'm back on set for Mayor of Kingstown season three. We just got rolling. I'm really excited for that can't wait for you guys to see if you haven't seen season one season two go back and watch it i promise you you won't regret it i will say it's quite a roller coaster uh ride but i promise you're gonna love it uh jeremy renner is great as a lead on the show so many characters on there michael beach and toby um lane hermanos dude hill uh hugh they're all great and i really think you guys will enjoy it. so definitely check that out i just had a movie a feature film which brings it to you just came out in theaters last Friday with Lucy Hell. I promise you this uh, rom-com. If you're into rom-coms, even if you're not into rom-coms, everyone needs a feel-good, good-spirited movie to watch right now to get your energy in a good place. Definitely go check it out and see your boy on the big screen. It's exciting time and and you know I used to pray for times when I would see my name in the credits within a the movie theater and those times are coming to true. I'm living my dreams out loud and man, I don't even have the words to express how grateful I am. My gratitude is beyond this roof, not just for that film, but for my career and this upcoming year. I'm so excited about what's going to come. Okay, brother, fingers crossed. We got to get you on a billboard in Canada. Mm. Okay. That's the next goal. Okay. Yeah, <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Of that. <laughs> 2025 Marcus all over billboards in Canada okay yeah.
You won't be able to not see my face. You're gonna be you're gonna be like, man, Marcus is everywhere. <laughs> I know, I know. Okay. So, okay. So season three of Mayor of Kingstown, right? what's your character in case listeners wanna know? They wanna see your face. Who do you play? Yes, I play Diedrich, the leader of the Blood Gang, uh, rival of Bunny, who is the leader of the Crip Gang and the lead on the show. I don't want to give too much weight to the story, but if you watch it, you will see me. You'll see some of the corruption between the police and the correctional officers and prisons and gang members and how those deals are governed around each group. Uh, it gets really interesting. It gets uh, really intricate. And um, yeah, check it out. All right. Is there anything more they can do with your character on season three or season four if they get one, two, you know, anything more you'd like to see with your character done that hasn't been done in season one, two or three? You know, I'm just open to wherever they take it. I'm on the journey and I, I've learned to be open to receiving. And my career is going to go the way that I desire. I've already put it out there. I asked and I shall receive the how and when. I'm just leaving it up. And however they take my character is up to the writers. But I would love to see them go deeper into all the characters. Uh, okay. A lot of characters on the show. I would love to see more depth behind the characters on the show. Uh, there's a lot of action on the show. And because there's a lot of characters, it's hard sometimes to touch base on all the characters. I dive a little deeper on the, all the characters, but I would love to see more depth on, on not just my character, but all the characters. All right. So what if they kill off your character? How would you take that? Hey, same. If, if that's if that's if it's time, then it's time. If that door if it's time for that door to close, that means the next door is right behind it. My, like I said, I want to be a Hollywood blockbuster star. I want to be in the movie theaters. I want to be the Michael B. Jordan, the Will Smith, the Denzels in, you know, TV. Though I love TV. I love acting in TV. I love being in series. I would love to be on a, especially a comedic series like Modern Family for years to come. But ultimately, I want to be a Hollywood, you know, a movie star. TV is only a vessel to get me there. Okay. All right. What about being in a Tyler Perry, the Oval, or what do you call it? Or Sister, Sister. Sisters, not sister, sister. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but yes, there is a revamp being talked about with sister, sister. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. Wow. <laughs> that would be great. That would be amazing. Um, I hear a lot of revamps are in the talks. Um, Tyler Perry, I have so much respect for him and, and so much love for what he has done within his lifetime and what he does for our community and the opportunities he has offered to our community. You cannot hate on the man you cannot do anything but respect his ambition and hustle and if the right role came about i would love to be a part of his his organization a part of his production crew i especially with the later content that he's coming out with now he's really diving into some some new content that he's exploring he i believe he just took ownership of vh1 and bet i'm, I'm excited to see what he has coming out um and with anybody, not just him, if the right role is there, I would I would love to explore it and hopefully be a part of it. Mm -hmm. Now, what's your encouragement to other male actors? Because recently Christiana Keys came out with the industry being sexually assaulted. And we heard men speaking of their stories. Terry Crews a few years ago being sexually assaulted. And even Joey, what do you call it? Oh, God, from Blossom. I forget his last yeah. name. What do you call it? Certain roles that he wanted to do that you just get blackballed if you don't do it. So what's your encouragement to men? 
that, you know, are sexually violated in the industry and they can't be vulnerable or if they do, they're going to be laughed at or canceled. I would say that at the end of the day, you're a human first and, and you're a man. You should do everything to protect your, your manhood and your moral compass, compass and who you are as a human being. This acting, although it's a desire, it's a passion, it's not worth you selling your soul for. Because if you can't look at yourself in the mirror at the end of the day, then what's the point of all of this? You know, like for me, I love acting. I hope I'm doing it till, till my last day, to my last breath. I hope I'm acting in, in the film production. But I do hope to affect and influence and change lives with acting as a vessel. But life is about so much more. You know, it's about connections and the relationships we have and, and our growth spiritually, regardless of what spiritual belief you have or religious belief you have. Um, but that's what it's about. It's not about our profession. And if your profession is causing you to be ashamed or depressed or having the inability to look at yourself in the mirror, then I would say protect yourself first. Peace. Mm -hmm. is, and if you don't have peace, then the rest of your world will not follow suit and you will always face battles and demons. So always protect your peace. Mm -hmm. Should you open up if you are being violated or should you worry? No, I think everyone has their own journey. It's not for me to tell somebody whether they should speak up or not. I think for some people, there's many reasons why they wouldn't speak up um, and not just out of fear of being blackballed. Just some people feel like they don't want to overshare publicly. Some people feel like it's their own journey to battle or, or travel through. I think if you do have the strength to speak publicly and you do it to make sure you inform others and let people know the awareness of it, then by all means, you should. You know, I will never support predators in any way. And everybody should always be held accountable for their actions. Come to it. I think they, they definitely should speak up if they have the strength to. But I understand from a victim's mentality why some of them may stay quiet or may not choose to speak up. Okay, okay, okay. And what's your message? What do you want to say to other actors and actresses now that we are back to work in 2024? A lot of productions are up. A lot of people are auditioning. What's your message to other actors and actresses of the industry or work lines, etc.? Yeah. I'm going to say stop being selfish. We all here to work. <laughs> like let's network. Let's 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 uh, collaborate with each other. You know, within this industry, we tend, some people tend to get their eyes on the prize and, and are willing to step over others to get what they want. And I'm against that. I don't think there's space for us all. There's room for us all. There's content for us all. And what's meant for you will be yours, but you don't have to piss somebody else down to do that. You don't have to do someone else dirty to get where you need to get. If, if you have to do someone dirty, then that, it wasn't meant for you. Um, and like I said earlier, you have to be able to face yourself in the mirror. And if you're doing things to step over on other people or being selfish, you will not be able to face yourself in the mirror when the years go by. So I think we need to stop all the selfish, stop all the hating on each other and really just come together because it's really the actors will have more strength in collaboration. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. We should celebrate each other's wins, right? Exactly. We should celebrate each other's wins. We should support each other. And, and regardless of what level you're on too, whether you're just coming in, whether you're in the middle of your career or at the top of your career, we should all have respect for each other. You know, we mm. all come 
from the same starting point and we're all artists we all want to express ourselves we all do this for a reason and mm -hmm. you know we shouldn't look down on one another if we feel like they're not at the same level this is art art is just is here to inspire and we should collaborate inspire each other all right well brother i gotta get to the top so if that means i gotta burn you i gotta get to that top <laughs> <laughs> now i know who it be if, if it ever happens i'm coming to look for you <laughs> <laughs> not me, listeners, but you know how other brothers and sisters are saying, oh, no, not Marcus. It's got to be me at the face of that Tyler Perry TV show or me at the face of that movie. <laughs> that's, that's why I'm cool with everybody, man. Nobody steps on me. I'm cool with everybody. <laughs> All right. Did you want to throw out your social media platforms and your projects? Yeah, check me out. Uh, IG is where I reside most of the time. It's a little long. Marcus Lorenzo Brandon, um, at Marcus Lorenzo Brandon. Still trying to shorten that handle, but I haven't figured out where I'm going to go with it. But definitely check me out there. You can see anything, the latest that uh, projects that I'm on. I definitely keep all my fans uh, involved and informed of anything that's coming out. Uh, but definitely check me out there. Like I said, I just started back on Mayor's Kingtown season three. And now we're, um, the movie came out, which brings me to you. I'm going to be filming another. I have two films coming up uh, in May. And hopefully some other things are still being negotiated, but hopefully they come through and auditions are rolling in. So you never know. All right. We'll maybe get you in an I Am Legend 3. I heard there's going to be an I Am Legend 2. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what they say. Um, I would love that. You know, oh. especially if Will Smith is in there or Michael B. Jordan. I, I, they're definitely on my list to work with, and I hope that opportunity comes for sure. All right. You'll yeah. be working with Michael B. Jordan, okay? Yeah, yeah, man. Let's do it. And um, hopefully I'll be producing my own content soon, too. Not even hopefully. I will. This year, wow. I'm going into producing my own stuff. All right. What do you want to talk about? Well, I have some ideas that I'm working on, you know, and, and they're not finalized, so I can't really go too deep into them. But one of the ideas, they're both sci-fi projects. Um, one of them is similar to how Quantum Leap was, um, where a guy goes into different lives and he goes inside the host of different bodies. And um, But it's going to be more of a comedic take, and I can't wait to see that one. And the other one is based off of, of um, kind of the origins of where we come from. But uh, mixed with some alien life and and futuristic like a dystopian society. Um, that one I want to keep more of a hush. I, I want to. I don't want to. I don't want anybody to take my idea. So I can't wait for that one to come out. But that one's going to be a game changer. All right. Don't worry. We at Met Radio we can keep a secret. Okay. Our listeners can keep a secret. All right. <laughs> definitely. When, when, when it starts going to production, I'll definitely come back and share more. All right. All right. Thank you for coming on the show again in 2024. And I wish you the best for the rest of 2024. You already know. Wish you the best too, my friend. And all you guys out there listening. All right. All right. For Met Radio 1280 AM, I am Donovan LaCroxy. I would love to thank Actor. Thank you so much for coming back on the show. You can throw out your full name again. Marcus L. Brandon. Thank you for coming back to the show. And thank you for to the listeners for listening to this episode.